Hello, friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Triplets Turn Sorrow to Joy by Arriving as Gift from Heaven on Same Due Date as Baby Couple Lost Written by Mel Johnson Read by Alyssa Forsberg A miscarriage left Allie O'Leary and Chris Deasy heartbroken, but soon after, Allie fell pregnant with triplets, and the perfect timing of their arrival shows God sent this special gift from heaven. Allie O'Leary and Chris Deasy of the UK had incredible news for their four-year-old daughter, Georgia. She was going to be getting a sibling. Allie found out she was expecting, and doctors put her due date at August 2nd. Sadly, though, the couple's excitement later gave way to heartbreak after Allie suffered a miscarriage in November. Just a few months later, though, the couple received unbelievable news. Allie was pregnant again. The news of Allie's pregnancy came as a complete surprise to the couple still reeling from the miscarriage. I never imagined that I could have been pregnant so quickly afterward, Allie said. When I saw that it was positive, it was such a shock. But there were more surprises in store. Nervous after the miscarriage, Allie O'Leary and Chris Deasy requested an early ultrasound. I wanted some reassurance to check that the baby had a heartbeat, Allie said. But doctors confirm there was not just one healthy heartbeat, but two. The couple would be having twins. Or so they thought. The next ultrasound revealed a third heartbeat. It was a shock to go from thinking I was pregnant with twins to being pregnant with triplets. But I think because I'd suffered the heartbreak of the miscarriage, I just took it all in my stride and was calm about everything, Allie O'Leary explained. The fact I was pregnant with three babies instead of just one, or even two, didn't faze me at all, she went on to say. I just wanted them to be born healthy. That was the most important thing after suffering the previous loss. I wanted them to survive. Doctors kept a close eye on Allie since they deemed the pregnancy high risk. Everything was going well until 31 weeks when Allie's water broke prematurely. It all happened so fast. The mother of triplets said, My water broke and I was taken into hospital where I was monitored. Doctors tried to hold off, but it became clear those triplets were coming. At first, the early delivery upset Allie O'Leary and Chris Deasy. Allie felt like her body was failing her again. That is until she and Chris saw the significance of the triplets' birthday. The three tiny boys, Lenny, Ted, and Bruce, arrived on August 2nd the same day the couple's late baby was due. When I realized they had been born on the same day that the baby I lost was due, it was so emotional for us, Allie said. But then I realized that it was meant to be. We see them as a gift from heaven, and they are three little miracles. The triplets are now at home with their loving mom, dad, and big sister Georgia, and doing well. Allie says she and Chris plan to share the extra special significance of the triplets' birthday with them once they are older. 
the timing is something some might consider a coincidence, but Ali O'Leary and Chris Deasy know the timing was nothing short of divine. I knew that now there was a reason they had been born so early, Allie explained. It really was a gift sent down from heaven, and a triple one too. We lost one baby, but we gained three little miracles. Hey listeners, I want to ask you a question. Do you feel like your prayer life is stagnant or stale? Do you desire to make prayer a part of your everyday life? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then we've got a podcast for you. It's called Teach Us to Pray. The Teach Us to Pray podcast, hosted by Christina Patterson, walks you through simple, effective steps to grow the spiritual discipline of prayer in your life. When we grow in prayer, we grow closer to God. You can find the Teach Us to Pray podcast at lifeaudio.com or in your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Man discovers 85-year-old next-door neighbor has spent a year living without running water. Written by Aaron Brown. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. A man discovered that his 85-year-old neighbor had spent a year living without running water, and the elderly woman lived right next door to him. People often assume that everyone in their social circles has access to food, water, a comfortable home, and the internet. Yet, not everyone lives with these conveniences, even if they don't mention it. A man discovered that this was the case for his 85-year-old neighbor. Sometimes, people choose to suffer in silence. They may not know how to ask for help. They may have no one to ask. Or they may not want help. This story is about the latter. Harriet Butler, a resident of St. Lawrence County, New York, has been living a life that would be unusual to most. Her communication and knowledge of the outside world has been largely tied to her landline phone. She does not have a cell phone or a computer. The TV she owns is never used. Harriet was unaware of the pandemic, the presidential race, and much of the current mainstream news. To top that off, her home was suffering from no water, a broken furnace, a raccoon eating her cat food, and a leaky roof. Living alone, Harriet was staying in a two-story home for 30 years until that structure collapsed. She moved into a trailer adjacent to the previous building, along with nine cats. There was a lot of maintenance missing on the property that gave way to trees and inconvenient spaces, an active deer trail, and brush everywhere. Harriet had been getting by with what she had, though. She used portable heaters instead of her furnace. When she wanted water, she took a cart with three empty jugs to fill up. Her desire for independence led her to not seek help. Help did come, however, in the form of her neighbor of seven years. Veteran Joe J. Bullock, who lives next door with his wife, Tina. He is a disabled Marine who works for the Department of Transportation. They both have bore witness to the decaying conditions of Harriet's home. Joe and Tina moved out there to be away from cell phone service and to get some distance from society. Still, Joe saw a neighbor in need. He had told her in the past to let him know if she needed anything. Now, he could see she needed some help though she was not asking. Eventually, Harriet's conditions grew so bad that Joe just had to step in. 
One day, her door froze shut, trapping her inside. On another occasion, part of the old house fell onto her trailer's porch. Joe stepped in to help each time. He wanted to help more than she allowed, so for some time he played the balancing act, helping and also giving her space. Then there came a time he couldn't take any more of her silent suffering. It got to the point where I said, you're my adopted grandmother and you're not going to live like this anymore. Enough was enough. Too many times had she come to him suffering. I'm in the position where I will never allow her to cry to me again about any situation that's going on over here. She feels like it's a handout and I said, Harriet, I'll help you with anything I can. Harriet will be getting a new trailer soon. The furnace has been fixed. The raccoon problem has been solved. The government even stepped in as the Canton Office of the Aging will start sending her meals on Monday. Harriet prefers a solitary life and will seemingly continue to live that way, but at least now she can live life a bit more comfortably. And now she sees that help is available to her. Asking for help is not bad. God himself wants us to share our troubles with him and with others. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 1 Peter 5.7 As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Proverbs 27.17 When we share our struggles with God and with others, we can go about this race called life much more easily. God did not make Adam to be alone, nor has he made us in that way. Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. This episode was produced and edited by Stacy Marshall. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.